friends, you've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee. I'm Dan Casper, your host for every single episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener, appreciate you checking out this episode. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk some hoops. Kyrie Irving getting traded from the Nets to the Mavericks. How does this maybe relate to the Bucs? Should the Bucs, who have won seven games in a row and the hottest team in the NBA right now, should they make a move before Thursday's deadline? Do they need to make a move? Can they win the championship with their current team, or do they have to add pieces? We're going to talk about that a little bit. Aaron Rodgers wins uh, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and now you're hearing more calls. Could there be... You know, him going to the Raiders and joining up with his good buddy Devontae Adams. We're going to hit that up uh, coming up at the end of the podcast. But first, let's talk some hoops now. All right, Bucks. Do you want them to make a move by the deadline or not? Do you think they need to make a move by the deadline or not? Seven wins in a row right now. 9-1 9-1 and one in their last 10 can make the case they are the hottest team in the NBA. Do they need to make a move? Or can they win the whole thing with this current roster? Uh, I got to tell you, the, the Kyrie thing changes things up a little bit in the Eastern Conference. I mean, he's a great player. We all know that. But we also know he you don't know really what you're going to get with him. Like, you know, I know the reports are saying he's happy to be in Dallas, he's ecstatic in that, but how long is that gonna last, you know? And then, you know, with him lose, leaving Brooklyn, that's a hit in talent wise. I feel like the Nets are gonna wanna try to bring in another another guy. To be KD's running mate, I mean, I don't think it can be Ben Simmons. But who, who's out there? Who's out there that they can acquire to be that running mate? You know, which a, a playoff team isn't going to trade one of their top players right now. And we looked at it last week, and you got a lot of teams that are still in contention for, for a postseason spot, or is it a team like... Like the Bulls that, okay, yeah, they're maybe just, just inside the playoff chase or maybe just outside, but you know, obviously down from last year. Do they move on from a DeMar DeRozan or a Zach Levine or somebody like that? Possibly, I guess, but but it changes things up a little bit in Eastern Conference because you take away, what, talent-wise, one of the better players off of a team that was you know going to be a competition to come through the East. I think the Bucks have a team right now that can that can win the whole thing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't think that they shouldn't make a move. I don't think they need 
to make a big splash move. First of all, they I don't think they have the assets to do so. But I think there's just just with the return of what Chris Middleton has been able to provide with this team, not only just because of his scoring and and what he brings on the court, but just the the mindset, the emotional factor of like, all right, we got our guy back, we got we got one of our best players back, and they're they're winning these games with him coming off the bench and only playing twenty minutes right now. Giannis, it seems like he's like it's hard to say it say that he could take it to another level but it's like ever since Giannis has come back with with Middleton you know look at it he's like dude is just playing lights out right now too I think they got a team that's talented enough to win it all right now and and when I look at the NBA as it as it stands right now with the current standings you can make a case for Boston winning it all you can make a case for Milwaukee winning it all I say you can make a case for Philly winning it all, Denver winning it all. Memphis has kind of fallen down here a little bit. They're just 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They're still holding on to second place in the West. Sacramento is your third seed. I wouldn't pick Sacramento to win it all. I wouldn't pick Memphis to win it all. Maybe the Clippers, just because they've got Kawhi and Paul George, and once the playoff starts, they can kind of turn it around. Maybe does Dallas go up there now with Kyrie and Luka? But I see just a handful of teams right now that could that I can make a, a I feel like a strong case to win the NBA championship, and we're only talking about maybe four, maybe five. So I mean, how much does does the Bucks actually have to do to make a to make a improvement on their roster? If you know what I mean, if they do anything. I still feel like it's just going to be for a role player coming off the bench. A P.J. Tucker type of move. Whether that's Jay Crowder, whether that's somebody else. We'll see. I feel like there's other teams that feel like they need to make some moves to catch up to teams like the Bucks. You can put the Nets in that category now. You know, Cleveland's got Donovan Mitchell, who's playing like an MVP this year, too. Miami's currently the sixth seed. Then you got, you know, that foursome of the Knicks, Atlanta, Chicago, Washington, and the play-in games. Indiana and Toronto just on the outside. But, you know, outside of Boston and maybe Philly, I think you've got a handful of teams there that feel like they need to make the moves to catch up to a team like Milwaukee or Boston or Philadelphia. Same with, like, Denver. So that's where I feel like, is it going to be just maybe a little too expensive? Or do the Bucks have enough assets to be able to make a move? Because there's going to be so many teams, I feel like, that are chasing the Bucks, that are trying to get these players to, to maybe try to catch up to the Bucks, or, or if they feel like, hey, we got to play this team in the playoffs. Right now, our roster, we don't know if we can beat them. But if we make these moves, then we feel like we've put ourselves in a better chance to beat them. So if the Bucks make a move, if it's for a guy like Crowder or somebody coming off the bench, depending on who they give up, so let's say it's a Jordan Nora and George Hill package, okay. I'd be okay with it. If they don't make a move, okay. I'd be okay with it. I think they got a good enough team right now. And I think 
the biggest factor in this whole thing, whether the Bucks are going to win a championship or not, is a factor that we can't control. And that's health. If Giannis isn't healthy, they ain't going anywhere. If Middleton's not healthy, we saw what happened last year. You can make the case they probably would have beaten Boston in the playoffs if Middleton was playing. They went to seven games without him. Drew Holiday, same thing. They need him. So the biggest thing for, for the Bucks, in my opinion, to win another championship this year is all going to be on health. The health of this team once they're in the postseason and throughout the postseason. They're missing one of their top guys. They ain't going anywhere. I mean, they'll go somewhere, but they won't go far. And maybe the Bucks are just going to kind of target the buyout market. Those veterans that get bought out from their current teams with their current contracts. And then Bucks pick up one of those veterans, kind of chasing a championship. We, we've seen the Bucks do that with a couple players. Remember Marvin Williams from a few years ago. Paul Gasol was one of those two. Some of the names that are kind of being thrown out there is, is a John Wall. Hey, maybe Jay Crowder is a buyout option. Serge Ibaka, maybe if the Bucks can't find a trade partner for him, is he you know, a guy that gets released and then the Bucks can bring in somebody from, from that market? I mean, it it's a little, little bit more difficult to, to forecast at this point, but that might be where the Bucks actually do bring in a player or two. And I feel like if they do package a deal with that includes George Hill and Jordan Nora and bring in one player, they're going to have a roster spot open. Then they'll probably be active in that buyout market too. But that'll be a thing for after the trade deadline. I would say it's about it's pretty close to 50-50, maybe 55 saying you'd like the Bucks to make a deal, but mostly just for a reserve player. Just kind of summing up all the text that we're getting. But it looks to be about, yeah, 55% say you'd like a trade, but bringing in a, a bench role player. Family owned and operated, Toys and Ford is proud to serve the drivers of the Chippewa Valley with some of the most popular vehicles around Wisconsin and the country. They're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand new vehicles to choose from, as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover SUV and trucks. Plus, with their expert finance, service, and parts centers in-house, they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs. Visit them today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard in Chippewa falls the reviews are in it's the best thing i have ever tasted in my life this is the best thing that's happened in my life even better than my wedding that's what everyone has to say about man cave light the official beer of the dan casper show and the man cave podcast try it for yourself and you'll know exactly why people say it's like sipping a little bit of heaven man cave light is available on tap at the bar in high v you can also grab a crawler or six and take some man cave light home with you so go try your new favorite beer man cave light today and you will know exactly why one reviewer said i cried tears of joy every time i have one aaron Rodgers and his partner winning the pebble beach pro-am so rogers gets a championship in 2023 there uh, a lot of the talk though it felt like it was not so much on rogers and golf and winning the pebble beach but it was about the raiders and and could rogers be going to to the raiders now kind of started off with 
what was it? I think a fan recorded this, said that, uh, you know, Rodgers, hey, Rodgers, you know, Devontae misses you or something like that, or or he wants you as a neighbor or something like that, and, and Rodgers chimed back saying, tell him to buy me a house. He's got all that money. But then, you know, Rodgers in one of the post-round interviews said that, you know, a lot of Raider fans out there, you know, telling him to come to, to the Raiders, saying Devontae misses him and, and and that such. And, you know, he said the majority have been Raiders fans, which, I mean, let's let's be real here too. Look at where Pebble Beach was played. Look at the vicinity of where fans are going to be from. You know, West Coast teams, right? So not that big of a surprise. But it, and then Devontae having a little fun with it, you know, on Twitter and in Pro Bowl interviews, said yesterday that, you know, he would tell management that he'd be 100% or that he would be 1,000%. You know, yeah, let's let's bring in Aaron. You know, let's let's do this. And, you know, having a little fun on Twitter saying, you know, something about how house shopping is fun. Later on, though, yesterday, after everything was said and done, he did admit, you know, in one of his interviews that, hey, I'm an, I'm an all-pro type of troller on Twitter. Don't take my tweets too seriously. But he would 100% be on board with Aaron Rodgers coming coming to, to the Raiders. And I think this is – it's kind of spiraling out of control here a little bit in terms of – I don't think there's, like, necessarily – somebody had asked me on Twitter, do I think there's, like, any truth to Rodgers going to the Raiders or if there's any, like – uh, smoke to this fire. I think the smoke was generated by fans. And it was kind of, you know, blown out there a little bit more with Devontae having fun on Twitter. Maybe he goes to the Raiders. I don't know if he does. But I don't think, you know, this this weekend necessarily moved it one way or the other. I I, I think it was mostly generated with, with fans. And now it's it's become a talking point. Because the fans were out there on a golf course telling Rodgers to come to my team. So I don't necessarily think that it swayed one way or the other. Again, he may end up being traded there. Who knows? But I don't think a golf tournament necessarily changed it one way or the other or or Devontae going out there and saying it one way or the other. What is Devontae supposed to What do you think he's going to say? His team doesn't have a quarterback right now. Of course. He would say, uh, yeah, I'd love Rodgers to come here. Played with him a long time. Had a lot of success. You know, my one of my best friends isn't the quarterback here anymore. So next up, yeah, I would love Aaron. What do you expect him to say for crying out loud? You know, I... It is kind of weird to see a guy who's under contract for a couple of years and we're talking about, hey, where's he getting traded? I feel like the narrative has switched a little bit to where it feels like people are just assuming now that, hey, if Aaron decides to play, he's going to be playing somewhere else. And and really that – I don't know if that's been been kind of you know media-driven or, or social media or, or, or fan-driven. But as soon as Aaron makes a decision whether he wants to play, if he goes to Green, I mean, then it's kind of like, okay, Aaron, you want to play. Aaron decides he wants to play. Then he's got to say, like, if he goes to Green Bay and says, hey, I want to play, and I want to play in Green Bay, then it's Green Bay's decision. 
It's not Aaron Rodgers' decision whether he gets traded or not. Unless unless Aaron demands a trade, I guess. But it, it's it's gotten to a point now where I think a lot of people just kind of assume it's it's retire or playing with a different team. And again, I don't know if that's media driven. I don't know if that's social media driven, fan driven, that sort of thing. And I can't remember another time. And, and there probably is. I just I, I blank it off the top of my head. Another athlete that's we we've talked about it in a similar fashion. You know, Brady was a free agent when he went to Tampa Bay. They talked about him, but they talked about where's he going to sign, not like is he going to play or get traded. And for what it's worth, I was last night looking up. I'm like, what? How old was Tom Brady when when the Patriots traded Jimmy G to the 49ers? Tom Brady was 40. Well, okay, so they decided to you know go with the Brady train yet still and a little bit different there because Patriots were still having success with Tom Brady but you can say that they were having success for other reasons I know that thing's been kind of spiraling out on social media too about the defenses and how many defenses Brady's had compared to to Rodgers but well, let's. I think we'll find out in a couple of weeks there but you know, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out here but it's just weird how I feel like social media has just kind of changed the narrative of this whole thing. And it's kind of sparking up some stuff. Like, you know, Ian Rappaport was on Pat McAfee the other day. And and Pat thought it was like breaking news or he thought it was a big nugget sort of thing. And, and Ian kind of like, no, I don't, I don't really think it is. But Ian made the comment that, you know, if Aaron comes back, if Aaron wants to play and he wants to play in Green Bay, he feels like Green Bay is going to say, yep, yeah, okay, let's do this, run it back. And and Pat's like, whoa, that's big news. That's, that's you know, that's like breaking news. And I'm like, but I think that's the example of like where this conversation has just been so flipped and has just been pushed in that one direction. But I think we'll find out within a couple weeks after the Super Bowl one way or the other. So just hold on tight. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee. Appreciate you tuning in to this episode. And don't forget to subscribe and or follow the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, you name it. We're all over the place, all right? And if you have the ability... Give us a five-star review or five-star rating and give us a positive review, too, so other people can find the podcast. And don't forget to tell your family and friends about the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper. Again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again soon.